Platinum Show. High energy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome to our show. Great to have you. Salutations, greetings, all that beloved. We got me, Joffy, up in the building. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Then we got Big Mike up in the building. Mike, say what's up? What's up? What's up, what's up man? Don't forget, we got Big Chris up in the building. Chris, say what's up, man? What's going on, people? How you living? How you living? How you living? How you living? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're eating well. Hope you're doing good. I mean, the weather been kind of not so delightful outside in good old Houston, Texas, H-Town, but we still gonna hold it down. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. So, already. So, we're gonna go ahead and get into the show. Let's go. Man, I ain't gonna say we as people in Texas, but I mean, I get this. We we this going down over here, man. Y'all heard about the Texas license hope here we go right here. Let me see and pull this arc everything up acting crazy. Here we go. Texas House vote votes to allow Texas to carry handguns without license or training. Man. I think uh, it's like who's who who's passing these laws? Like they don't pay attention to what's going on in America. <laughs> at, all at these all. mass shootings that's been happening. I honestly think it's a good thing, to be honest with you, because yeah. if you got one crazy person coming in and you have 20 people that have guns, that one person going to get the business. Because <laughs> because, because yeah. if you think about it, most people will go shop. We go shopping. Nobody thinks to get shot at Walmart or get shot at the movie theaters or get shot at, at you know, at a, at, a, at a restaurant. You just go in and just do what you do and then you leave. And they got mm-hmm. people coming in and they, you know, with these mass shootings getting out of hand, they just had another one after another one and then another one, you know? So I, I believe to me, it's a good thing in my personal opinion, because everyone is, everyone that has a gun, everyone has a gun. So to protect themselves, that's what stopped people from carrying is the carrying concealed laws in Texas and mm-hmm. Texas. I can't speak about any other state. <laughs> I just, I think it becomes a point. It's like, it's gonna turn to the wild, wild west, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wild, wild west. So it's like, yeah. you know, I mean, especially with the civil unrest now and the distrust with the, the law enforcement and when you got, you know, the, 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 the race, you know, the race wars that's kind of growing. It's gonna turn to the wild, wild west out here. Yeah, we all in Texas, man. It, it, we already know how it is. Texas, we don't play around here. It no, go down. Exactly. No. Man, it go down. We will shoot you. I'm <laughs> we'll shoot you in the and, and not worry about it later. Man, this is what this article says right here. Following on Yahoo News. It says you may still need a license to drive and vote in Texas, but not to carry a handgun in public. After years mm-hmm. of failed attempts by gun advocates, the Texas House on Thursday gave initial approval to a bill that would drop the state's requirements that most handgun owners obtain a $40 license to carry their firearm in public concealed or openly. Currently, Texans 21 and over with no criminal record can get a license to carry a handgun if they complete a training requirement, don't have a drug addiction, and can exercise sound judgment with respect to proper use and storage of a handgun. The Austin American Statesman explains. There's more to this article, of course, but that's just the gist of it. Well, just a little bit more. But man, it is this something else right here, man. I mean, I know what was that one thing me and my coworker was talking about? How I forgot what state it was, but it, they had a license to carry swords and bow and arrows. I'm like, man, y'all, y'all, y'all game of thrones. I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. I'm like, man, y'all about to turn the game of about game of thrones, wild, wild west. 
man, we just gonna be on Westworld and and, and uh Westeros for yeah, Game of Thrones yeah. up in this thing. Man. <laughs> Who's who got time to <laughs> hold on? Stay right there, one minute. <laughs> I got you. Oh, he's still talking. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, didn't that, didn't that dude in that last ride came came to the ride with a bone arrow? Yeah, I can tell who their favorite Avenger is. Man, <laughs> they beat that poor man's ass. Man, they beat, they whooped, whooped. Man, I'm telling you, bro, you're not, you're not Hawkeye, you're not the Green Arrow. Man, which are fictional characters? Man, how you roll up? How you roll up to like you? How you roll to a ride with a bow and arrow? You just hop out the car, proud and everything, with your chest out, and just line this mother up. Yeah, like you hunting rabbits or deers or something, bro. They whoop that boy took that skateboard and beat your ass with it. Oh my gosh, man, it's getting crazy out here, man. I mean, it's it's this gonna take one one good incident, but well, more than one good incident. It's gonna take a, this 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 is a lot. To yeah, but people people already have guns. They already have guns. Without this law, there's people that's walking around with guns in Texas. Yeah, and they don't even have a carrying concealed. Nope. Whew. Pretty so much. So they they already have it. This is not a thing. It's just like weed. Yeah. Oh, weed is legal. Oh, weed is good today. Uh, like, <laughs> already, he been smoke. He smoke every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> Speak, speaking of weed, little little tip. Steve Urkel got his own little um weed thing. Got he got going on called Purple Urkel. I know he's selling syrup and all the other stuff. Why so. I'm not surprised. <laughs> the boy Steve. Boy, uh, Jaleel White. I'm sorry, I ain't gonna. Oh, was it Stephon? Stephon, which one? Which one? <laughs> you ever think about that? though? he literally just took off his glasses and and, and went into you know and yeah. came stuff on. Everybody, all the girls thought he was crazy. I mean, yeah. like an all white, all white suit. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's all it is. All he did. Put a little, put a part right there. That was Bow, it. right there. I mean, yeah, I mean, hey, man, change it. Start using his regular voice. My sister used to go crazy for that. I'm like, okay. It was, it was innovative at you, the time. You didn't like, like, you didn't like yeah. it at Steve. You didn't like me when I when I had the brains. But <laughs> I guess they say, you know, the man don't make the man makes the clothes. What's yep. the saying? Um, right. Let me walk around just like Steve Urkel, see if I get any play. <laughs> like, uh, bro, you all right? Hey. Like, dang, man. that purple Urkel. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Jaleel White, man. He do, he do what he got to do, man. I, I, I would like to see him in some more roles and uh, other things, but hey, it is what it is. But <laughs> let's move on. Man, let's talk about Homeboy, man. Over in, uh, was it South Carolina, North Carolina? What is this again? What was it? I think it's South Carolina. South Carolina? Yes, sir. Man, I want to know the full story story about like how this happened what happened was the dude just walking by his own by, by himself just trying to get through the neighborhood because he live in the neighborhood as well he they they all they both stay in the same neighborhood and what okay. from what the video that i gathered was that he was walking and this guy that the, the, the he's a sergeant or, or something in, in the, the army or something yeah like in the army yeah. or something like that and he's just mm -hmm. a lieutenant and um he came up to him and in the video, he was just telling them, hey, man, what you doing in this neighborhood? You need to get out of this neighborhood. You don't belong in this neighborhood. Motherfucker, I've been here. He said, well, how long you been here? I'm like, motherfucker, I've been here longer than you. And he hasn't. He just got his house like 10 months ago. So 
he he basically he he assaulted him because when he went to go because I guess his wife had said something because you know they always say the same thing. Oh, I called the police. And you know us, we say, oh, you know, fuck about the police. And then he was <laughs> like, well, the police, they're on their way. And then he came up and he said something to his wife, but he didn't like in disrespectful. He was just mm -hmm. answering the question. And the guy, he pushed him. His name yeah. was something. And and he pushed him and, and basically and he in jail for assault. But yeah, they pulled up at his house. Yeah, I remember like looking at the video. I heard, I heard his wife. I guess his wife was recording or something like that. Right? No, 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 no. It wasn't was somebody else. That was, it was somebody else. His wife was talking to him off camera. Okay. You couldn't see his wife. But okay. The person, shout out to whoever that was recording them. And I'm gonna make a point. I'm gonna make a very valid mm -hmm. point after this. Mm -hmm. uh, she basically did that to save that that boy's life because you don't know what yeah. would have happened if that camera was not there. It was very, very um. Reminiscent of like Trayvon Martin situation. He was just yeah. walking home, yeah. and, and somebody in the neighborhood was just wanted to flex on him, and it just it got out of hand, you know. But you know, well, 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 I'm talking about my people. They showed up and showed out though. Hey, he pulled up to yeah. that boy house like, hey, come on outside, come on outside. <laughs> let, let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not gonna jump you. <laughs> we just want to have conversation. Yeah, we have conversation with you, conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Conversation with you man. Yeah. And see, that's why I'm saying, like, I'm, I want to know the full story. I'm like, what happened? Like, dude, what? Why? What? What possessed you to go over there and start pushing something, young man? Okay, we all been in such. Well, actually, we all been in situations, but you know, the wife can hype up the man and say he did this, he did that. That's why I say go over to the person, have a conversation. And see what's going on before anything escalate, because you just never know. Mm -hmm. This is a prime perfect example of why you should talk to people first before you retaliate on somebody and do something. Because right. like you said. But then again, some people they have preconceived notions about about black people. And yeah. so in their mind, they they seen that young man and you know immediately thought he was doing something criminal when he was just walking yeah. down the street in his neighborhood. I like to go walks in my neighborhood, you know. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. You it's know, your neighborhood. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> pay taxes just like everybody else. Just yeah, like so, everybody else. But the they, the ocean. He see, they see us as a threat, you know? And that's yeah. how he ran up on them. And he was much bigger. It wasn't like he was just not like, you know, no threatening yeah. minute. This, this was, you know, small, yeah. he, small, yeah. small in stature. Well, this yeah. Yeah. big old guy could run up on him and all in right. his face. Mm. And Goffrey went off on that dude, too. Boy. I saw I saw that video. Godfrey went off on homeboy. He said, "Man, I bet you wouldn't roll up on one of us, the big big swole black dude like that." I bet you would he wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't. <laughs> he would never do that. I have had I have had people like that that had attitudes with with other guys, but me being as big, they they approach the situation different yeah. because they don't know how you gonna react. Yeah. You know? They they look at someone uh, 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 small and they bully him and that's basically what he did. That's basically what that man did. You can look at yeah. him and tell that he was bullied in school, <laughs> and so man. he takes it out. But he met his match because there's people in his house like <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, I don't know why that with a camping chair. Come on, we got all day camping chair. They sitting outside, boy. All day they had to nah, nah. him and his wife. Had to be uh, escorted by the police or right out of their home, hey. uh, because oh. yeah, they pretty much hey. move now. 
You brought it on yourself. Yeah, you brought it on yourself, man. We about to go out there and cook a barbecue pit on your uh front lawn. We about to <laughs> coming up Mother's Day. You're gonna hear Frankie, but we're gonna have the <laughs> cookout barbecue. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be doing the, uh, the Harlem Shuffle, all that on the front yard. Hey, you better hope that this blows over by Juneteenth, cause that's your ass, boy. You better move. <laughs> you gonna you have move. people coming from Atlanta, Houston, Louisiana. Arkansas is going all the more country ass people gonna be in front of y'all. About to play some Zodico on your front lawn. About to play yeah. everything, bro. Everything, you, bro. You better move. I don't know why seeing all them people out. Why, why remind me of, of a, a scene from Grand Theft Auto that I caused or something? I don't know why. <clears throat> I don't know why. It just remind me of that. Like you start a fight, everybody just run over there and like, damn, he got your ass whooping there. Like I don't know why, bro. It just but he gonna come back like, hey, they still out here. <laughs> they ain't left yet. Nah, we got all space. day. Yeah, they, gonna, they gonna play dominoes and spades on mm -hmm. your front. Put some more know. ribs on the pit. They gonna be right there. They gonna do it because they know your ass is inside. You gonna, you gonna feel this. Yeah, man. Every time you look out that window, you gonna see a wave or you gonna see one of these. So <laughs> that's your ass, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. It's been a crazy day. It's been a crazy week uh, with that with the shooting and. Uh, Minneapolis with uh, yeah. what's the young man's name again? Dante Wright. Dante, Dante Wright. Yeah. Yeah, Dante Which Wright. Not far from the uh, 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 George Floyd uh, the, incident. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven minutes away. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy because every everybody's coming up and talk. I even saw like I forgot what show was. Um, I don't know, but even Caucasian people, I forgot what what white people or what <laughs> what show it was where this white lady was saying, this is a gun. This is a taser. Now you have to pull your gun out to see what it is. And there's a weight difference, of course. Yeah. You got to yeah, pull exactly. this, this yellow highlighted taser. Mm -hmm. you, unless you like shoot from the hip, bow. Either way it goes, the man should not be dead, man. The man should be alive still. And then even counting the officer's experience. Um, you've been yeah. on the force 20 plus years and you, you, you can't tell the difference is definitely a difference in weight. It's definitely, uh, 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 you know, you should definitely know what's what, especially you've been doing it that long. Some things you can, you know, inherently learn from being on the job. Muscle memory, muscle yeah. memory. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah well, from, from what I, I gathered from it, man, it was, it was a lack of training. It was that, yeah. that, that is unacceptable at all. And, and she should be held accountable for it. I don't want to hear about trauma. Well, at the time, at the heat of the moment, because that's what you signed up for. Yeah. That's what you signed up for, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm not trying to hear that. And how is it the lack of training and you 20 plus years in the game? Exactly. Pretty much, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's a weak excuse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, that's, uh, and like, even though I may like other situations saying that, you know, in the Green Mile movie, Percy Whitmore forgot to wet the sponge too. And we saw what happened to him. Right. So, I mean, you you can like you said you can say everything you want. Oh, I thought it was a taser. No, no, no I'm no. not. No, and then you are gonna send her home for because of what's going on that day. Well, I'm pretty sure the young man would like to have been sent home. And I'm thinking about that little baby. I'm thinking about what was that movie called Fruitville Station? Yeah, that scene that, that, that yeah that last scene where the the little girl asked her mama, "Where's daddy?" And it just cut off. And I'm just like like I start tearing up for real. I'm like, dude. Despite him having a warrant or whatever else, 
that shouldn't have escalated right there. And they would actually de-escalate the situation. She bring her raggedy ass in there and all because of her, this man is dead. Yeah. And it's, it's, it hurt me. It painful. It's painful, man, that, you know, and you want to use some bullshit as excuse saying, oh, I thought it was a taser. No, bitch. No. No, no. Something yeah, has to be done about that. That's way beyond horrible. This little girl about to grow up without a dad in her life because you talking about, I thought it was a taser. And then it's the trauma behind that because yeah. she witnessed that. And it's the same thing with uh, Fidel uh, Castillo. Yeah. In Minneapolis, man, Minneapolis, Minnesota, not Minneapolis, Minnesota is horrible. Yeah, man. It's terrible. Yeah, I know that city, that city is getting turned upside down right now. I mean, yeah. Man. It, it was trauma with his kids because his kids was in the back seat. Yeah. You know, well, he had his daughter. His daughter was in the back seat. It's just man. Some but stuff, man. The the point that I wanted to say about the camera phones. I mean, not camera phone, but just cameras in general. Can you imagine the world without them right now? Like honestly, no. Like no. I think it's... besides all of the social media and all of that, can you imagine? all of the things that we witnessed so far for the past five, six years off of camera phones alone, like in the 80s, because they haven't been around that long if you think about it. Because when we was in high school, they didn't have them, you understand? They had cell phones, but they didn't have the cameras implemented in it. And if they did, it didn't show that good quality. So can you just imagine like in the 90s, the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, the 40s, the 30s, so on and so forth of things that have happened but never been recorded mm, yeah. and there's families that's looking for answers but the police said that they shot them and it was justified and they put it away Ooh. in the archive and left it there yeah yeah it's, it's, a, yeah. it's one ahead. of those things where you know back then they didn't have as much you know people say have their issues with social media and how they you know do this and do all that uh, the, I think one of the benefits that it does is it allows us to put things in people's faces that we couldn't necessarily, you know, put in people's faces before. They actually able to say, like, we're not just just hollering wolf. This is this is really happening to us. Yeah. And you have no choice but to see it, you know. And that brings it to the forefront for what we have to address this. You know, this just can't keep happening. You know, yeah. these, these we're not saying that, you know, we're not just crying wolf like like you can literally see, like we I just seen a video. The dude got pulled over, pulled a gun on the cop, or threatened the cop with a gun or something. I seen and that, bro. He got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have my, you know, I'm sitting here with my family, clearly not a threat, have a license to carry, and you get shot dead. Yeah. What's, what's wrong with those two pictures though? You know? Exactly. So I think social media having camera phones these days, that they, definitely. Uh, helps bring things more into the forefront. You know? yeah. Agreed. I, I totally agree with you. I, I believe it has saved it has saved some lives, mm -hmm. and, and and it's bringing awareness. So nowadays, it's like if you, it, it, hey man, if you don't know, you don't show what Ice Cube said back in the day. That's dead. You see right. it. You see it everywhere. There's nowhere. To be, there's nowhere to run from it. Even from the conservative point of Fox News, they 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 show it. They may not mm. put too much light in it because it is Fox News, but mm. at the end of the day, you see it. So if you don't know anything about it, then you pick your side already. Right, you we know where you stand. Yeah, 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 exactly.
Yeah, if you're just choosing to be ignorant, if you, if you can, that's why some people, some people, they still try to, even on our own page this week, um, when we're talking about the, the guy walking in the neighborhood, someone wrote on, you know, like, well, why don't you address, you know, this issue and this issue in the black community? And, you know, that like, I, you know, that's the real problem. Like, I had to delete the comment off our page because it was just like, oh, you know, he, somebody that's yeah. choosing to be ignorant and only wanting to see things, they don't want to get out that bubble. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. bubble, yeah. It's those bubbles are popping, you know, they see yeah. this put in their face, and it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, God, like, yeah, you know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Look and see what, what <clears throat> look and see what our reality is, right? yeah, exactly. And now it's like, it's so much to where you try to wrap your head around, you can't understand. Go walk on our side and pee in our shoes, you see what happens, you'll see, you'll find out, and you'll be questioning it just like how we question why, yeah. why, why. It was it was one come uh, a guy on there that I went back and forth because I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. So no. he I I I played with him. Well, I talked to him and then he ended the conversation with the uh, Dante Wright. He's I asked him. I said, Well, how come a person that's 25 years on the force that couldn't tell the difference between the taser and the gun? And he said, Well, I don't care if she knew it, how to do it or not. And I clicked. That was the problem. Goodbye. <laughs> That's the whole problem. You don't. Oh care. man, if I had time that day, I'm lighting your ass up, bro. Like, I, <laughs> but you did it right. You did it right because yeah, I would. We all would have lit his ass up, and I would. I, I, I wasn't gonna give him too much uh, 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 shine, but I mean, he basically answered my question. That was yeah. the problem. Good day to you, sir. So yeah, whatever to it. Yeah. yeah. See that, and that, that's what we got to get to. We we need to. American skin is. They had that one scene where they are talking, they answering these questions, they're trying to figure out. But that was all that just bringing back that movie up again, and it's gonna piss me off the way how the movie ends, and piss me off still how things are still being handled to this day. And yep. it's a mess. Yep. It's a mess. Agreed. Take a time out to give a shout out to former player of the Brooklyn Nets, LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, I don't know if you all have heard, but he had to bring his career to a screeching halt because of the irregular heartbeat. I, I didn't know that he was dealing with it his whole entire basketball career. I thought it happened like right before I think he was about to leave Portland or during Portland and then he left to go to San Antonio. And then, of course, he traded or you know he left to go to Brooklyn Nets. A championship contender team and you know it's bad and you know this situation gonna be bad if you are finally on a team where you can compete for a championship yeah which is, would have been awesome i wish he could have you know kept going or at least to the end of the season to see what happens but when your health comes first and that shows how critical this was yeah. so shout out to Lawrence Aldridge, man um i hope he gets the help that he needed health wise and get get back on track with his health and you know to take care of it man but yeah, big, big shout out to LaMarcus Aldridge and um, himself and his family, because that's something heavy to deal with. But um, moving forward to other news, Chadwick Bozeman, I think that is out today on Netflix, a Portrait of an Artist, I believe it's called. Yeah. Yeah. So him, you know, we got, they've been, shout out to Chadwick and his family, his his, his wife, uh, widow of, of um, a Chadwick Bozeman. I know she's been dealing with it every day. I know we as fans, you know, we, you know, miss him. But that family, that aspect, that deep aspect of the family and his wife, you know, miss him dearly. I, I know for a fact. Right. But uh, he has an 
a thing. It's on Netflix. Um, from what I researched and what I saw, um, I already know it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be awesome. People speaking highly of the brother. As always, shout out to Chad Bozeman and his family. You know, but we gonna we gotta keep it going and keep moving forward. Check out uh, Portrait of Artists on Netflix, and I'm gonna check it out as well too. But other things we should check out. I'm gonna let Mike handle this one. I want to watch this series, but I didn't get a chance to. I was so busy. It's been pretty much going all on social media. But uh, T H E M, them. Yeah, Mike. man. The, the, the story. It's a good story. It's very interesting. It it, it gives you that uh that Jordan Peele feel. Surprisingly, he didn't do it. I thought he did, but uh, he's not a part of it. Lena Waif. Um, what's that? It was Lena Waif that did it. Oh, Lena Waif. Yeah. yeah, Lena Waif. Oh wow. Okay, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's 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 up there. Only only one episode. It was it was good. The music is good. They give a background story about uh, how it was in the South with the Jim Crow, and then it made a lot of blacks migrate to the West. Mm. And it's it's crazy as it as it, it started the neighborhood that they in, which a lot of people them uh, call it. It's Compton, so it was Compton before. Compton that we know, mm. you know, so that that was cool. Like they just they was building welcome to Compton. So mm. and it, it, it gives it gives a, a get out feel, a little bit of us, but very, very, very good show. Very good show. I think the, the girl that yeah. was in us, us, the little girl. Yeah, she yeah. plays the daughter in it. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. OK. Yeah. So. It, yeah, it's 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 good, man. It, it's really good. Yeah, I keep hearing um, I keep hearing good things about it. I gotta check it out, and I, I tell myself I need to. So yeah, that's on that's on my list as well too, man. So we got two things right there, right there on your list, man. Okay, so we'll, I'll be checking that out uh, as well. That's on our list, but some some new to add to the list, man. Y'all, I remember when these people used to race on the street, <laughs> and that was it. It's oh man, how many? It's nine. This is the ninth installment of ninth Fast and Furious. Ninth one, ninth. I Bro, I mean, I guess they said you know Freddie and Jason. You know they had all them scary movies, so we can do this shit too. This, this might as well be a Marvel fan, a Marvel movie. <laughs> they going well. to outer space. And... I, I, I'm just waiting for someone to be it, it, like Thanos to pop up at uh, Fast Nine. That's all they missing. <laughs> I mean, they already brought somebody back from the dead. They brought they, they exactly. Han. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dang. He shot and blew, blown up in the car. Well, was that, was that your twin brother named Han? Or was it a different name or something? Like, dog, like, this, this, <laughs> Fast and Furious is just so ridiculous to where it's like, I want to see how y'all do it. I'm not, I ain't throwing shade to him, but it's, at the same time, I'm like, how? <laughs> it's how, man. I'm still what? trying to, I'm, I'm still, I knew it was going into a weird direction <laughs> when I seen Vin Diesel. I still remember with the fast six. It's one of them fast. I know what you jumped from about. one side of the freeway, <laughs> caught Letty in mid air, had the leg strength one to catch a mid air and land perfectly on the other side of the freeway <laughs> on the hood and come away walking. Bet. Without a scratch on them. Dude, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all awesome, man. Y'all <laughs> awesome, bro. That, that, you, I don't want no parts of it. Was, it was like so many things like 
Well, The Rock had a <laughs> he, he, he got injured. Bro, and helicopter in one hand. The helicopter. The, the, the no, he chain. broke his cast. He had a cast. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he broke, broke out the cast. He broke it out. Yeah, I think Daddy got to go to work. Have Boom. enough arms strength to hold a helicopter, bro. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. Man, I said I'm done. I'm done with that whole franchise. Man, how you are connected to the? Okay, this is the tow truck, right? <laughs> then he has the helicopter right here, and he is is that's it. That's him. He's I mean, being stretched like that. This that boy, Captain America, like that damn big, bro. You Captain America, bro. <laughs> Like, dude, like, and then it was another one when the I forgot who it was it. Vin Diesel was fighting him. The other one, with, but he stomped the concrete ground so hard to where all the concrete. Fed. I'm like, I know it was kind of damaged and stuff, and it okay, but I'm like, y'all are too. Why y'all? Everybody is awesome. Everybody. 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 I, I think after Fast Five, the one that was yeah. I think it was in Brazil, that was a really good one. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I think after that one. I think they was like, you know what? How are we gonna top this one? I mean, how are we gonna top this one? This is this is a little little bit. And the next thing you know, we got ice tanks coming out the water. <laughs> hey, they had man. a whole ice battle on a on a frozen lake. Like what? Dude, they they it, just they going in space on this one because at the end of the trailer, Ludacris and Tyrese is like they in the space suit. Man, so Ludacris, they... Ludacris and Tyrese in the space suit. Tyrese don't need to be nowhere. Well, maybe you do. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, mean, every, I mean, hey, I mean, people watching it, you getting yeah. bread from it. So. You know, that's the thing about action movies, though. It's um allows you to forget reality. You know, it's yeah. supposed to get caught up in like you think about, you know, yeah. not supposed to, I mean, movies are supposed to be able to, you know, let your imagination flow. And so. if you pay attention, Vin Diesel been having that same white shirt on <laughs> since the first one. And that it. joker ain't been dusty, no dirt, no scratches, no dingy, no nothing. It stays white. Every time when he's fighting somebody that white, the same white, white tight ass t-shirt, he going to war with somebody and he come out with not a scratch on him and that hey. t-shirt is about as whiter than it came in. Man, that dude is awesome, bro. The boy's awesome. Him, you... him in that t-shirt is awesome. Oh, that or that black cut-off sleeves. I mean, he just he's just awesome, bro. I can't. And that same necklace, the same the, the, uh, chain that he have on. Um, it don't yeah. it don't mm. get broken. It don't like during the fight scenes, nobody don't snatch it by accident. Hey man, Nothing. I mean just I mean, hey, you like I said, you you're making bread and people still watching it. I mean it's a superhero movie to me at this point. Pretty it's much. not an action movie. It's not an yeah, action movie. It's yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a superhero movie. Yeah. 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 These, these, these people are awesome, man. They're, 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 they're amazing. They do these things. And I mean, it, it's sometimes, you know, you look on the news, you're like, man, how'd that happen? Or like, <laughs> or what? Like, I mean, it was a one car crash where I saw the aftermath of it. And somebody told me that the car flipped in the air and landed on top of the car. And it was two cars, like one car was on the, on the ground, other one was sitting on top of this. And it was kind of like, Turn upside down, or I'm like, how that happened? So hmm. I don't know, man. It, <laughs> in, in, in the Fast and the Furious world, that happens all the time. Yeah, oh, that's I mean, just yeah. a Monday. Yeah, that's just I mean, a Monday. Like, yeah, you just walk outside. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this another car on top of the other car flipped upside down again. So I mean, hey, man. Yeah. I'm like, but, but knowing the rock, he'll slide right between them, flip the other car over. Yeah. <laughs> Save everybody inside. Now you, you put John Cena in it. And, no. And, now, no. and I'm like, dude, I mean, hey, 
The Rocks wanna be. Let me stop. Yeah, I mean, it's this <laughs> man. <laughs> this man hit the pole. I can't get over that. He hit the pole. He said, "Watch this," and then he goes and hit the pole, and then the rope wraps around the wheel and yeah. going down like Tarzan. It and then it gets tight, boom, and then it grabs them. And then he swings, and it's like it didn't rip the knuckle off of it. See, as a person that knows about cars, you sit back, you look at this shit like, damn, damn, knuckle ain't get ripped. What kind of car is that? Dude, like the damn bridge was depleting, and you're still able to drive across the bridge as it falls. This is not a cartoon. No, but... Just to see the uh, the trailer <laughs> when they 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 literally uh, 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 what's the what's that movie back in the day? Naomi and uh, no Louise, oh. girl and Louise. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, yeah. they literally drove off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. And then a plane. Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Thelma and Louise. Louise. They drive off a cliff and a plane just so happened to come and just, whoop, now nah, I got you. The I guess maybe it's the magnets that they're talking about. I mean, I mean, maybe it's the magnets that will hold the thing. I don't know. No, I, Vin Diesel just... has the best luck in, in the movie. If I'm going to be running from something and want to take every, if I'm going to jump off a cliff, it's going to be with him because. I ain't gonna crash. I need to know what detergent he used. Fuck that, because that white shirt, that white shirt stay clean, boy. I, I need that detergent. I mean, hey, man, you know, like it is in them cartoons, they just pull out the, the, the drawer over the closet, got them same outfits lined up right there. <laughs> like, it's just all lined up. Crisp white t-shirt, man. Oh my god. I'm still looking forward to seeing it though. So shout out that's to the crazy, that's the crazy part. We I'm all gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. it. We're we're it. This point. We 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 well, we not eight movies in, we ready for the ninth one. We we yeah, ready keep going. at this point. Yeah, you might as well. I, I treat it just like just like the Resident Evil franchise. It's like I'm already invested to it, hoping that some hoping that it was gonna get better and it just didn't. And I'm just like, you know what? I might as well go ahead and watch it. Not saying that the Fast and Furious is on that level of not being great, but at least it keeps you entertained. Yeah. <laughs> Get a good laugh out of it. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So let's 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 move forward. <laughs> it's all about, <laughs> <laughs> about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, man, dude. Man. So Mike is now caught up with all the episodes, correct, Mike? Yeah, I'm caught up. Man, all the way caught up. My goodness, man! So it was good. It's, it's, it's like when you think one episode is good, it, the next one's better, mm -hmm. and yeah. then the next one gets even better. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to the finale. Yeah, we got yeah. one more episode, man. Me, me and my homeboy was talking about that. Like, is six episodes enough? And we're gonna be fans. We were like, Nah, man, we greedy. We want some more. Right. And right. it's just, it's, it's good. It's great. I didn't know um, that they were supposed to do Falcon and the Winter Soldier first. For what I've been told. Yeah, and then Wanda lead into Wanda. WandaVision. And then, and I just saw yesterday that Kevin Feige posted saying that Doctor Strange uh, 2, they're finished, they're wrapping up filming, I just, I think this week actually, or this weekend. But uh, back to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Man, uh, Andre from um, Black Nerd on YouTube channel, shout out to Andre from Black Nerd. Um, he said that he calls that Captain America Party City Cap. <laughs> which which I found hilarious. 
It was here come Party City Captain Captain America again, and you know that's he he playing that character right, man. He playing it right. I called him the Dollar Tree <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> what's that? That's the Great Value brand, that's, Captain America. That's a Great Value brand. <laughs> man, that's funny, man. And he okay, he okay with it. He said, man, he knew the means to come. He not on social media. Um, yeah. Wyatt Russell, I think that's his name. Yeah. I, I also see he grew up like a big old beard too. <laughs> yeah, he's trying like I'm trying to be as unrecognizable as possible in this moment. Oh, I'm sure Marvel fans are they they they, they hardcore. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they, for sure. Yeah. They hardcore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely hit them up. Yeah, they are, man. It's, it's it's a good show, man. He playing that character well, man. And I can't do nothing but applaud him because every time he come on the screen, you're like, "Hit this motherfucker!" Hit this dude. Hit this dude. I like I liked it when he underestimated the Wakandas. Wakandas Ooh. came in there, man. Doge. Yeah, them, 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 the He said, "Hey, man, I think you'll do better with the Winter Soldier, not the Doge." <laughs> the Doge's came and they will just hey. Them doing Balajes, bro. <laughs> I actually, you know, I've been watching some of their interviews, and so it's like the way that Captain America was representing, like, like what they like as far as they trying to reflect some things that's going on in the world. As far as like, um, just thinking about how they had him as like he's supposed to be the, the white poster boy for America. This is what America really is, yeah. And he's supposed to be the you know the the, the supreme guy and all this, but when it came to that black woman, you know. Trying kind of challenging that authority, he got his butt kicked. Felt the yeah. kind of way. Yep. Hey, put I'm you on your man. ass real quick, man. Yeah, he put he put his hands on. He's like, hey, <laughs> we got it from him. It was over. Man, he didn't even have pose. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> it was it was all in his feelings. Like, wait, what? <laughs> all of his feelings. When you get your ass with him so bad, you got to question your whole yeah. occupation, like. Yeah. Right when he's when he's he dropped that line saying they weren't even super soldiers, I felt like he wanted to do this. Yeah, he wanted to. <laughs> I think I think I heard um they're not even super soldiers. A, in one of the interviews I watched them do, they, they made a good point where you know he's not necessarily you know, it made him out to be like he's like a bad guy, but really he really is what they made him into be, which is mm-hmm. he's just a soldier, just doing what he's told. Like they say, like you say that that wasn't on camera, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know when he killed, spoiler alert, when he killed the 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 one guy from the uh, left wing or whatever the group they were trying to chase. Oh, flag smashers, yeah. Yeah, yeah the flag smashers. Oh, yeah, the flag smashers. Let's say he, uh, he if he or if he took them all out, you know, would the government still have treated that the same way? Or they'd be like, mm-hmm. oh no, he took out a you know a terrorist group, you know, like. He did what he was trained to do, but it's not morally correct in that sense, mm-hmm. especially with it being on camera. Okay, now morality comes into play. Date back to what I said earlier with the cameras. Yeah. yeah. Marvel knew what they was doing. I like the undertone that they went with this. I, I just like, I like the show period because it, it shows the human side. Like you don't mm-hmm. see that of uh, uh, superheroes. Like the Falcon is in the bank trying to get along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only broke superhero we know was Spider-Man. Spider-Man get an eviction notice every month. <laughs> <laughs> rent! <laughs> rent! Rent! And then even the way they address, I love the way they address, like, just how how 
we got our real life black superheroes, you know, like in this in yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier's case, you had the Isaiah Washington character who also fought for the country and how did he get repaid? You know, they, they locked him up, experimented on him, you know, did all these, and they even brought it into the show, like they're talking about the uh, 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 Red Tails, the uh, Tuskegee Airmen, and they, yeah. Yeah. how they yeah, fought was, for the country yeah. and they experimented on the guys, and, you know, and so just showing the difference between like just being black and white in this country and how it's really like two different Americas and how yeah. people view it. They went there. I, I yeah. knew it from the first episode when they told him that it was going into the Smithsonian's with the with, with the with the shield. And then all of a sudden, boom, this white guy got it. I'm like, oh, okay, Marvel. Marvel got some balls. They going there with it. They taking yeah. it there. So I, I knew it. I knew it. And then Bucky, he confirmed it. Like, we never thought that it was going to be a black Captain America. And we apologize for that. Like, okay. Yeah, they're doing it the right way. And Marvel never been shy about stepping away from the race car because that's what they base their stuff off of. Um, you know, with X Men, yeah, they're talking about racism, yeah, and yeah. Uh, they, you know, they're talking about it with this and Captain America, especially what's going on with right now. Like, how you saying how they took the you got a black Captain America, and Sam was telling Bucky, like, saying, Man, they never want a black Captain America out there because of how we look to <laughs> white America, some right. people, white America, a good majority of them. <laughs> Like we gonna take him, experiment on him, and he gonna hop and you like, oh, your wife coming to look for you? Nah, we gonna tell your wife that you did, had all your love letters from her, and keep you keep experimenting on you, and that which is really all of it is messed up for thirty yeah. years. Yeah, and you, you know sit up there, funny. yeah, and they sit up there and uh, the black the black Captain America Isaiah Washington, you holding me captive, I don't have because you're afraid of what you think I might do. But then you have this other guy, um, John, who is Captain America now, doing what you think that I was going to do. I'm not worried about that. I just want my woman, <laughs> you know? Right. But you got this other Captain America coming out here saying, pushing his weight around because nobody want to respect him. Nah, you ain't do the work that Steve Rogers did. You is levels to this shit, homie. Yeah, so you going to go ahead and kill this dude in front of everybody in cold blood? So, I mean, it's a lot to unpack it, with it, man. It makes me think about um, just the unsung heroes in, in, in real life, you know? Yeah. Like, every time I see these stories, like, oh, somebody makes a movie, like, for instance, what was that movie with, with Taraji P. Henson, and she was the um, the mathematician oh, uh, for um, math? Uh, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. That was my first time when I seen that movie. That was my first time knowing anything about, like, that. Like, it's a lot of, we have a lot of unsung heroes in the black community that we just don't know about because it's just like they they work went swept on the rug was swept under the rug but not recognized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's the same mm -hmm. thing with them. Uh, if you haven't seen the first episode, the, the guy is an engineer, and he moves into this all white neighborhood. He's the first, and then he's the first in his in his. Uh, I'm gonna tell you this this one scene. He walks up in there, and uh, his first day at the job, and the receptionist goes, "Oh, the kitchen is over here." And he's like, no, ma'am, I need to be directed to here. And she's mm -hmm. like, what? And she keeps trying to direct him to the kitchen. So, man, it's 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 crazy to see. It's hard to to phantom to be the first. Like mm -hmm. the first is the one that's that's it's hard. It's hard to uh to grasp that. Like, cause it, when I watch when I was watching them, I was like, I wouldn't stay there. I'll move. But someone had mm -hmm. to be the first. Right, like we're gonna be the first podcast with a movie deal. Let's put it in the atmosphere. 
Put that in in the in the atmosphere. Put put that put that out there. Just that yeah. Man, it's best that. Just that <laughs> show the movie. Take them blessings. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. 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 No, but yeah, you're right, man. I like how Marvel just integrates what's happening in real yeah. life, and I think it shows the diversity that they have. Yeah. Okay, it's like they have a black writer mm-hmm. that was on this project. Um, just there's like a lot of diversity that was within the film, and it shows in their moves, and that's why they have that stand power and mm-hmm. continuity in their in their films and TV shows. Because yeah, yeah, they got a, got Shang Chi that's going to be coming out that doing with the you know karate Asian community and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they talked about that too. They leaning more towards you know they're leaning more towards you know putting some color in there, the representation. Representation matters. Yeah, it does. Like. Like in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, when he was about to go visit Isaiah Washington, and that kid came up and said, "Oh, hey, Black Falcon," and he said, "Why well, I gotta be Black Falcon?" And he said, "Well, that's what my dad was saying that, like you know, but you know, he just like messing with the kid or whatever. He's a this Falcon kid, so, so yeah, yeah, representation matters, man, and, and they doing it the right way." One one thing that I have saw, uh, who's the comedian that did the uh, the uh, when they talked about the Isleys? It was Spice Adams. Oh, uh, Atheon Crockett. Yeah, he he did uh Kevin Samuel. I didn't finish it, bro. I have got to finish that. That shit was so funny. He he did Kevin Samuel like he made he made fun of him. He yeah. say he say what makes you think that you a ten? <laughs> I do not like Kevin Samuel. I say that I do not like Kevin Samuel. I don't support him. He he's a lot like Derek Jackson. They're they're just on a. It's just the way they they take a little bit of possibly good advice or maybe somewhat good advice. Yeah. Wrap it all around in their opinion. And right. then they regurgitate it to people. Just one is give it to you in a softer way. He gives right. it to you in a real harsh way. But it's all bullshit at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It, and Kevin, but Kevin Samuel, some woman hurt him bad, bro. Ah yeah. man, I got to meet her. I got to meet her. <laughs> she, she 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 hurt that man hard. <laughs> and, and it's like it's like her people giving her people advice because it's like exactly. women it women are still calling in and he'll just like it's almost like a verbal abuse mental abuse mm-hmm. uh because the way he just talks to him and, and downgrades like that's that's not good no it's not it's, it's whack but i liked it i liked it what crockett did to him his name right Antoine crockett that's young crockett hey young crockett yeah man that, man that dude was funny Clapping in for this gentleman real quick, man. Tell him thank you, thank you. We got Dane up in the building, Jay. Dane, what's up, man? Say what's up to the good people out there, homie. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Doing, doing good, doing good. So this is a comedian right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is our first time having a comedian on the show, man. Like I told the brother, man, thank you for joining us bright and early in the morning, like the orange juice. Or y'all mm-hmm. can, you know, stream it whenever y'all want to stream it. So. Go ahead and um, you know introduce yourself to the people. Tell us what you do and uh, who inspired you as a, to start it in you know the world of comedy, man. Oh man, my name is Jordan Washington. I'm a entertainer, comedian. Uh, I'm also into acting and uh, music as well. So, um, who inspired me with comedy? Uh, some of the great, some of the legends like Bernie Mac. Ooh. Yeah. Bernie Mac, Richard Pryor, 
uh, Eddie Murphy, Chris Tucker. When I first started doing comedy, this was, uh, I think, maybe 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> it was an uh, open mic night. It, okay. uh, it's, it's a place called uh, uh, The Box. It's a place called The Box. They was having a, a show, and they had, uh, after the show, they had like an open mic for new comics was, uh, that's coming. And I had some material that I wanted to try. I was like, man, I didn't want to do it because I was trying to pursue. I wanted to pursue music. My, that was my thing. That's what I wanted to pursue. So I was like, man, I'm going to give this a try. It was a friend that was like, man, you funny. You should give it a try. Mm-hmm. I was I was always known to like make people laugh like naturally. So it's like, man, you should just uh, give it a try. So I was like, man, I'm going to give it a try. If, I, if it don't work, hey, I guess it ain't for me. So first time on stage, I got up there. Uh, did some old material that I had that I read. Uh, I got a standing ovation. My first time I stayed, everybody laughed. They loved it. And uh, through through that open mic, I met uh, I forgot his name. I met a guy. Uh, he put me on to my uh, first showcase. Uh, a show. And this was at a club called uh Thirty Seventeen. Hmm. 3017, yeah. And uh, ever since then, I've been uh, just hitting the stage. Nice, man. Nice, man. So it took off. So one thing led to another. It's kind of like uh, with myself, when I, I did poetry night, then I jumped into, it just led to something else with acting. And, you know, you find your stitch, you find your stitch, and you feel that energy from the crowd, man. And you just took it and ran with it. And, and here you are now, man. So, man, hats off to you, bro. Hats off to you, man. I have a question. So, at, with everything that took place with the pandemic and everything, like how has it been as a as a comic? How has how has it changed? Like, just your the, the comedy scene in general, and just being able to perform uh, and 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 get into those, you know, still do your comedy. Like, how do you how have you been going getting through that? During this pandemic, it, it helped me uh, come with a lot of more material. So I find different things, I find different topics to uh, talk about. And uh, I did a, uh, another open mic maybe like a few weeks ago. This was at the, uh, the same club, 3017. This was during the uh, pandemic. And uh, it was a good, it was a good uh, show. Brought people out. And uh, I met another guy. He put me on to uh, his shows and he was, uh, Showing me how to uh, the steps, or how to in it, bring the crowd in, and he was another. Uh, he was further off in comedy, like a legend, more like a. He been doing comedy for more over ten plus years, so kind of like took me under his wing and mm. showing me the ropes. I just they, this give me more time to work on material, mm-hmm. work on new material, okay. which is what I love to do. So. What, what I, would you- how do you prepare? Oh, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to follow up the question. Like, as far as, like, what would you say was the, the I guess, best piece of advice somebody's giving you uh, on your journey in the comedy game? Like, what's the best piece of advice that's, that just really stuck with you? Like, use that as as something that really stuck with you when when uh, performing or just going through the ranks? It was uh, it was advice, but it, it wasn't, like, uh, like for, for us, comedy, it was, like, with music, music-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedy, I was just uh, I was just learning as I as I went. 
I was just, I was just learning as I go. I was learning about people and learning uh, what people the crowd likes and what they don't like. Sometimes uh, I learned that uh, what you think that people don't want to hear on stage, what you think that people don't want to hear, that's what they want to hear. Mm. I, and I found that at uh, the last show that I did. As I was going on stage, I was like, hey, it's some uh, joke that came in my head. I was like, man, let me, I don't know if they're going to like it or not. They might like it. So I tried it out. Everybody, they liked it. This one, I, this one I knew, okay. What, what? That's what I was going to ask you. How do you prepare for your shows? I try to memorize my material. That's that's mm-hmm. that's how I do it. I love to memorize my material, have it down pat, rehearse it over and over and over. And um, I try... I try to have, I try to keep it, keep it, keep it uh much like fun as possible. I never want to get on stage and like get too serious into the joke. Mm-hmm. I try to I try to always keep it like loose, be loose with it. That way my jokes come naturally. It's not gotcha. forced. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That yeah, repetition and yeah, the repetition and practicing and make you perfect, man. Mm-hmm. Iron sharp and iron, man. You you own the stump right there, man. How how do you uh Man, it's it's a lot to ask with comedians because I know we live in a world where, you know, people get are too sensitive about some things, man. And mm. I know you tell like yourself, like you just said right there, you know, you don't know people gonna like this joke or not. And you just you just go. Sometimes you go for it. Sometimes you uh, you know, you might mess up, or you know, you never know what the audience is gonna gonna love. But that, I think that realism that you probably put into in your your act, man, and you receive it, and you know what people like and what people love, and and I, I applaud you, man, just for getting on the stage, brother, and you know mm-hmm. putting yourself out there and that that art, man. Yeah, yeah. that tastes yeah. good, bro. Yeah. And, uh, what 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 uh what some people don't know is uh comedy is not is not uh easy as it looks. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not easy as it looks. Some some people on the outside looking in may think that it's Easy to get on stage and tell jokes, but really, it's 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 not easy. It's look, it's hard. It's hard. comedy is like uh, it's harder than music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's what I learned too. You have to really, it like that comes with comedy, or uh, jokes wise and like, but if if you got it, you got it. Like if you if you got that it factor, you you good. I think. Yeah, but I was recently uh, watching. Um, I watched the movie um, called "The Queen: The Awakening," and mm-hmm. so I think I seen I seen on your page that you're involved. With, I guess is that a sequel to Horace: The Awakening? Yeah, um, Horace. Yeah, right, yeah. So, I, play, I played the uh, the character. Uh, got his name. He was a. Uh, he was one of the horses. Uh, uh, kind of like. Under uh lieutenants like he had him uh, under his wing, mm-hmm. he re- he report to him and tell him the news that was going on with his enemies. So yeah, I played the, I played the character uh in that film. So so gotcha. I, and I see you've been a part of a, a a a few other projects locally acting. How's that transitioning from like the comedy world into the acting space? Not much, it, not much really, because. Like uh, acting, that's another that's another thing that I love besides comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
acting is another thing that just helps me. It's the same thing with comedy. Just, just uh, when acting, I just loosen up. I try to become the uh, the character that I'm playing. I try to be become that that person, and that helps me bring bring the best out of the film. Gotcha, bro. Gotcha. Which one is more? Which one is more harder, acting or comedy? I say comedy. I say comedy. Comedy still got it. Yeah. You know, I can. I can believe that. <laughs> it's not. Uh. It's not. It's not. It's not hard for me. It's. It's not hard. I'm still learning as I go. Right. Yeah. 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 I definitely say. I definitely say comedy. Yeah. 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 Cause <clears throat> I got uh a few times I uh I bombed a few times maybe twice. When I first started, mm. yeah, I bombed the future. It wasn't that my jokes wasn't funny, it was, it was the crowd, because you're not gonna always have the same crowd on stage. It's, it's gonna always be a mix. Right. A mixture. Yeah, very true. It's, a, it's definitely a gift to be able to to not only make, you know, uh, black people laugh, but white people, Mexican people, yeah. people of all races laugh. So that means, you, you know, you can find that, that uh, unity and humor, you know what I mean? I salute, I salute you, my brother, because when I go to karaoke spots, I ain't about to get on stage. I'm not even going to do that shit. (laughs) So even with karaoke, I ain't even to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You say you got to get us good and drunk to get up up there on that stage, man. (laughs) Get us good and drunk, man. So tell us, man, what does Jay Dane do on his downtime to have fun, man, to enjoy life? You know, I know being on stage, acting and all, all that. I know that's something that you love doing and get a thrill from it, but was it that you love doing in your spare time to wind down and just relax, brother? Boy, before the COVID, uh, I go out every now and then. That's my, that's one of my things. Pool, shoot pool, I love shooting pool, sports. Gotcha. Writing, writing, I'm also into writing. Gotcha. Uh, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Who's your favorite? Uh, what you got? Basketball, football, baseball. Who your favorite team? So you got the you got the Yankees cap on right now. Oh yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's all I rock with. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I'm a Yankees fan, man. I know some so, Astros fans that are probably upset with you right now. <laughs> but uh, uh, basketball wise, man, uh, I'm not to go with the Rockets. Gotcha. Yeah. Hey man, we 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 struggling right now, but we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be in that thing stronger next year, hopefully. Who you rock? Who you rocking with with football right now? Football, uh, part of the Patriots. Oh, he didn't jump ship. <laughs> like <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice, up. man. Good choice. That's what's up, man. <laughs> hey, man, you with your team? You with your team, man? Like, yo, rep your team, man. Is it yeah. um, anywhere you're currently performing at that people can check you out at? I'll be. I'll have another show at uh, thirty-seven ten. I think maybe next month, next month on the uh, 10th, 10th and 11th. Okay. And where can we, uh, where can the people follow you at and, and check you out? Or, you know, see uh, you, can follow, up? you can follow me on um, Instagram at uh, j.d.a.n.e.e. with three E's at the end. Uh, you can follow me on YouTube. I have a YouTube page. I also have material now at Jordan Washington. Uh, Twitter on all social media sites. Facebook, I have the same name for uh, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, YouTube is uh, Jordan Washington for all three platforms. Man, Batman, appreciate you, bro. We're going to get you out of here because I know you probably got everything you got to do what a Jordan got to do. Man, thank you so much, man. It's been a blessing to have you. 
Getting yeah, the oh, yeah. Thank you all for having me, man. Uh, I, I like to do another interview with y'all. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Cause we're gonna we're gonna follow you, man, and see what uh other films and projects you got going on, man. So we can put it out to the world and keep in contact with you and everything, man. You you doing some yeah. good, some great things, man. Yeah. Some, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Thank y'all. No problem. Keep doing what you do, brother. Study your craft. Take your time with it, man, and have fun with it. That's that's all what it's all about, bro. As long as you're having fun with it, man, forget what everybody else is saying, man. Keep going. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part, this is the segment in our show where we talk about who is acting a fool up out there. And big shout out to the LOL Network for liking us. We're getting somewhere. We're doing something, man. So, Might hey. Yeah, yeah, I'm on that way. I'm on that I'm gonna be somebody. We, we, I know. Hey, look, Ma, I made it. I'm a star. <laughs> I'm a star, Mama. I'm a star. <laughs> damn, shout out to that teacher that told me that I ain't gonna be shit, which is probably right, but I don't give a damn. <laughs> I'm alone, my bills paid. That was the one that taught Biggie, probably. Told him he wasn't gonna be shit. <laughs> 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 he, she, told, she told me, she like, like James, you ain't gonna be shit when you're like, dang man, like well, people, that that. Like that, people that talk like that, man, like I want them to have that temptations moment. <laughs> like, you know, like when you when you get Yo. somewhere, like, you know, remember that when the temptations made it and all the people that screwed over them, yep. you know, they was like, shoot, you see my fingers, like everybody like shoot. Dang, like, man, dang, 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 man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you messed up. <laughs> Plotting on my downfall, you ain't gonna win. But you, yeah. you, need, hate you, need, you need haters to prosper. Yeah, you do. You really do. Yeah. So, with that being said, this is the part where we talk about who's been acting damn fool, who's been acting up out there. So, who gets it this week? Who makes history? Well, I got a few. Um, let's let's start with with this this thing that I came across that went a little viral about this this new salad that um, this person was trying to make. It was uh, by this lady named Molly Ye on her Food Network show, Girl Meets Farm. Uh, she made a popcorn salad. Yeah, it's like popcorn tossed in mayo based dressing along with carrot, celery, sugar, snap peas. You know, <laughs> made me raise my eyebrows. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It just makes you think about like you know that's that's we know why we ask who made the potato salad. This is why because it's like, <laughs> what in the hell was that? <laughs> you don't bring you bring some. It ain't, ain't nobody finna touch that but you. And you are gonna be asking everybody throughout the whole. Do you try the popcorn salad? Like, popcorn. I want that shit. And then you know. <laughs> No damn it's like it was like what I, from what I seen she mixed popcorn in with all the stuff and then I seen a bunch of like greens on top of the popcorn it was like oh hell no why streets <laughs> <laughs> really calling for that yep they, you, they you really gonna waste so you gonna waste some good ass greens and some and some some popcorn perfectly good popcorn uh <laughs> who what what was the point of adding the popcorn I don't understand you yeah just... what was the whole point. Like, okay, so we all come across some things that are gems in our community. Do y'all ever eat potato chips on your sandwich? No. You know, you never tried it? Okay, Not okay. Because I was a kid. Yeah, so, so, so okay, kid, see, yeah. see, so, see, something like that, that works. And, and, and you know, okay, well, okay, cool, that works, you know. 
you know, sugar sandwiches. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just throw a little syrup and butter on it, whatever. I mean, hey. Okay, what about pickle dipped in Kool-Aid? I had that before. Oh, yeah. Classic. yeah. That's that's classic. That's that's classic. That's that's that, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> See, it's 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 <laughs> it, it's some things that you try and you just like it works. That right there, ma'am, that doesn't work. Why in the blue fuck would you hey, do some shit hey, like I, I I had my my homeboy once upon a time I was dipping the pickle in uh in Kool-Aid. And I, at one point, I thought everybody did this. He's like, man, no, that came from poverty. <laughs> you learn these things from poverty. This no such thing as a spam sandwich. That's poverty. <laughs> Vienna sausage and crackers. Yeah. I mean, oh, with rice. With Vienna rice. sausage and rice. You don't know what it is. Them, them hood meals, man. Them struggle meals, man. I'm chopping up the wieners and putting them in the noodles. You know, what hey, I'm mean? saying, man, it's some, some struggle meals, man. I mean, it's just, it's just some things you just that doesn't sound like a struggle meal at all with popcorn salad. That just sound like a mess. I don't know what the monstrosity. I'm not eating that. That's gonna be on the table at the pop book at the pop book, and ain't nobody gonna touch it. And you'll keep asking people, "Hey, did you try the popcorn salad? I ain't trying that shit, lady. Don't bring that anymore." <laughs> Don't do it no more. Yeah, I'm gonna talk. We're gonna talk about you in my family. You bring that to the to the country. Oh, you can oh every time we see <laughs> oh man. <laughs> like who would know? So yeah. Throw that throw that in the trash. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I also got another story for y'all. Uh-oh. So shout out to the Detroit News. Um story I came across earlier this week. Um Kevin Wayne Van Leven, with a name like that, Van Leven already. Yeah, no, that's just 59-year-old, he was arraigned on charges of aggravated indecent exposure and malicious destruction of property under $200. Um, his bond was set for $2,500 uh, and set several conditions for his bond, including the dr drug and alcohol test and a mental health evaluation. And he is not to have any contact with the alleged victims and that he not be in the residential property he, he doesn't own. So you all want to know what he did? What? Uh, let's, let's say... It's pretty bad. So uh, the story goes, uh, he was arrested Wednesday without incident by members of the sheriff's office. Uh, his arrest stems from a March 12th incident at, at a home at Oxford Township where a couple were having their home inspected uh, prior to being sold to prospective buyers. And according to the news release, the couple told detectives that Van Leven uh, and the real was I guess and the real estate agent for the buyers uh, went into the home and they left. But a nursery camera alerted the uh, the mom, the female owner of the home, uh, that there was movement in the nursery. <sighs> yeah, it gets it gets worse. Uh, she checked her phone and told the police she saw Van Levin in the nursery. As she continued to watch, he allegedly began touching himself, and she began recording the incident. Uh, Van Leven then picked up an Elmo doll from the closet and appeared to be allegedly pleasuring himself with the doll. Oh, hell he then no. returned the doll to the closet floor and yeah, police were called and you know, so forth and so forth. Mm -mm. The Tickle Me Elmo was doing, he was letting him do more than tickle. That's a case. <laughs> your ass going to jail. That's <laughs> a case. Yo, they going to lock your perverted ass up.
It's just nasty. It's all nasty. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you going to jail, homie. You get your grandma over the boss on you. What's wrong with you, boy? Can you imagine if that camera had a microphone and it'd be, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they took me on my <laughs> I, I would have messed with him. I would hit that. I, I would I, if I had a microphone in it. Yeah. And I'd I've been helping. Uh, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you go to somebody else's house? Whatever you do in the privacy of your home, that's your business. He was in somebody else's house and just like you just could not control your urge. <laughs> I guess something about that Elmo just just made you just on fire, huh? Just like, ooh. That's Elmo. Ooh, like, ooh. Set your soul on fire. Ooh, boy, your ass going to, to straight up. Elmo. Boy, Elmo about to get the business. A, B, C, D. About to just, sunny days. I don't think that's the intended purpose of it. Crowd away. Oh my God, they need some help. Get get them, get them some help. It, it makes me just wonder, like, when you get Uber Eats and, and, and DoorDash and the people that bring your food over. <laughs> Some of them, I'm not going to lie, sometimes when I do order, they have the food in a vacuum seal. And so yeah. there's no way for someone to open it without you knowing. Yeah. So I, I'm, I fuck with that. I fuck with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it always makes me nervous though. It's like, let's say you get into it with the driver. Like, no, you're supposed to make a left and not a right. And then by the time you get your food, it's like, looks a little questionable. You're like, nah, I'm good. Man, I used to drive for Uber and Lyft, man. And I used to deliver food. This one lady got mad at me because she didn't give me the right direction. She didn't give me the right location on where she's located. And this is a sketchy neighborhood. Man, it, I, sh I should got her food within five minutes. It took me 30 minutes and I, I gave up. She said, man, you just had a damn food. Yes, I got myself a free meal. Okay. I ate the fuck out of that McDonald's too. <laughs> so <laughs> I sure was loving it that night because <laughs> they wanted a lot too. <laughs> they, they had like five. They had like three uh, cheeseburgers, some chicken nuggets. Had a. I said I don't want that frosty though. That frosty melted, man. So <laughs> I don't want that that right there. But had some cookies. I said, damn, guess we eating good tonight. So yeah, yeah. But <laughs> take the shit. I don't want it no more. <laughs> okay. Take it all away. <laughs> I don't much want it no more. You pay for it. <laughs> all right, big baller. Appreciate it. All right. Get the tip me. talk about it and bring everything to light so um we usually take the time out to talk about inspiring stories about people who are victims of mental health or dealing with mental health and so i came across this article um behavioral health care and let me see there are some celebrities of course out there that deals with mental health and they have their own stories um or i'll give you examples of who does have it and they deal with it so uh one person uh david beckham former soccer player. He has OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, you have Missy Elliott, who has um, anxiety disorder. Sarah Silverman, depression. 
uh, Johnny Depp, Social Anxiety Disorder, but they don't let all, like I said, they don't let all these, you know, disorders hold them back from what they need to accomplish in the world of go out and, you know, you still got to live and make a living. You still got to do these things. We don't, we look at these celebrities and see them as, you know, these perfect per people. They look healthy. They look good. They're taking care of themselves. They're always smiling in front of the cameras, but behind the scenes, they're going on some things that are really deep and sincere to what they're handling. And they're also another place where I came, another thing I came across of, um, hold on, person, there we go. This uh, one, uh, another account, Another website I came across, I think we spoke about it on the show called uh, NAMI, National Alliance of Mental Health, a mental illness, where they have multiple stories and videos of what they're talking about, how these people deal with their mental health stories. Uh, like, for example, this one person who uh, they're like the nurses, practitioners, they're saying they are human, too. They talk about their themselves. Um, they talk about other nurses when they what happens to them when they get off a shift. Sometimes they're saying they're not OK but it's okay to say that you're not okay and seek the help and seek guidance. Something with police officers saying, how do you keep a positive mental attitude doing what they're doing? I'm pretty sure, you know, police officers, they get like a lot of heat from us as society, but they are people too. And there are some good officers out there that go through these things. Um, like for example, you see a dead body, not trying to get too graphic, you see a dead body and you know, you have to go home, you have to take, all of that weight of what happened on the crime scene and take it home and then they do have families so there are people too so pretty much to getting into what we're saying about with mental health you got a situation you got something going on seek help find help find these articles find people live a healthy lifestyle the best health lifestyle that you can and get help and you know reach out to family members um reach out to anyone that can need your help with dealing with your mental health so that's all I have for this this subject in our for today. You got anything, gentlemen? Uh, I just want to say, I know, especially as as a black man in society today, uh, just seeing with everything that's going on, with the current events with with the Derek Chauvin trial. Uh, it was it the Dante Wright, Dante Wright, and the kid that was getting stopped on the sidewalk by the by the sergeant. It was just like a lot of that is triggering, especially as as, as a black man. Um, and being a black man, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's triggering that, that we're seeing out there. So definitely, I know that affects us all in a different way. And, and just brothers, just don't be scared to speak to somebody and, and talk to someone about that. You know, we all have that that common bond, I think, with um, just having some shared experiences. They grew up in different neighborhoods, different, even a lot of us, you know, grew up in different areas, but you know, that's a shared experience of being black in America, you know? Like, right, right. But definitely uh, creating that community and that, that space for, for uh, you know, right. black brothers and sisters to be able to talk and speak about stuff that we have going on in society itself. Right. And it's funny that you said that because the CDC has declared that, um, that the you know with the race and everything that's been going on is trauma you know and it is it is trauma uh no matter if you scrolling and you look at it and you go uh it's still in in your head like again you know again and when you step outside it's it's like when you get pulled over you see a cop you, you just wonder where today be that day right so level of anxiety yeah, that, that yeah, you, get, you know, yeah. So, 
it's uh it's it's okay to talk to someone because our community we don't talk we don't talk about our mental issues um we just we just put it on our backs and we and we walk with it every day but you know it's okay to go and talk to someone about it because all of this has been going on as of lately is trauma is no no we could try to dress it up like it's any kind of way but it's trauma All right, man. This is the end of the show. Thank you all for tuning in to watching this, man. We appreciate you. Shout out to our guests for coming in and, and talking to us and getting a good feel for the brother, see what he is, see what he does with the acting and the comedy. Thank you all for tuning in. I don't know what's going to happen later this week. We got a lot to unpack. Um, whew, the killings and shootings and everything, but, man, we're going to try to keep pushing forward and do, do good things, man. Yeah, the, the lawyers are reciting their case Monday. So they closing the arguments on Monday. So after that, we'll be waiting on the verdict. So yeah, we'll see. We'll waiting. What else is going on? Uh, there's a thing going on about the stimulus. We should talk, should touch on that a little bit. But uh, this is just from the acting up show, man. You know, they, they talking about they're going to be sending some other things out to us and stimulus, but we're going to see what happens. We're going to see. We just keep your eye open for it. Stimulate my pockets. Stimulate. Come on, keep on stimulating my pockets, baby. Come on, keep it open. That's right. Right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. Man, what's, quick question. What's the most stupidest thing y'all ever done? Y'all have to, I mean, if y'all want to share, if it's too crazy, I just want to see. I'm curious. I don't know. There's so many. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm, man, I've been on this this earth for like 32 years. Uh, I, I mean, I, I've done quite a bit of stupid things. So, but it's a couple things I ran across on BuzzFeed, and that's the lawyer for the uh, that's against Deshaun Watson. BuzzFeed, not, <laughs> not, <laughs> not that's Buzzby, that's Buzzby. Oh, okay, that's Buzzby. Now it's something. Now this this the article, Buzz Buzzfeed. Um, so let me see, where is it at? And I just, oh, here, this one college kid. So he was saying that when I was in college, I decided to microwave leftovers for lunch to save money. Instead of putting 30 seconds on the timer, I put 30 minutes. Okay. And completely forgot about it. What said the fire department had to come through and after my rice caught fire, he got fined $100. I did that before with some Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I put one Popeye's biscuit in there and I put <laughs> I put it to like a whole minute and a half. That joke yeah. was on fire when I got it. I, I forgot about it. Already <laughs> dry as hell. Strike a match already without it being in the back. <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, I tell you, that Popeye's biscuits, man, it's tough, man. Now I want some Popeye's biscuits. Uh, I, I want some chicken, period. Hey, it was man. another time. I mean, and we know, we all know we're not the best at when we like dead tired. So there's another one saying that one time I got out of bed super late at night to get a drink, took my phone with me to the kitchen for extra light, poured a glass of milk, walked back up to my room and threw my phone on the bed, except it wasn't my phone, it was a glass of milk. Oh! Bro, like, what if you... Just throw the whole sheet away. Bro, what if your wife or your girlfriend sitting in the bed, you threw the glass of milk on her? Like, here you go, babe. Like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck you doing? Like, what in the hell? Some things, you know, you do unconsciously. You just kind of... Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell did, you, man. I did something the other day. 
Uh, well, last week I had to get a new, I had to swap out, replace my uh, debit card because I went to the ATM, got my money, got my receipt, grabbed the card, and then put it back in. I was on the phone unconsciously and drove off. <laughs> I was, you know, I got distracted. I was, you know, Ray Fart, man. It, it's man, it happened, man. It was this other dude on here talking about how he this happened to him two times on two separate occasions where he went to the gas station, tried to he paid for some gas, but drove off and forgot to put gas in his car. Bro, so I almost did that. <laughs> I almost did that. I'm gonna tell you something about that. One time I went in there and I paid for a pump that I always go to, but I didn't park there today. I parked at, it was 10, but I didn't park at 10, I parked at 9. But it was a lady that had pulled up and the lady in the, in the, in the gas station was like, hey, stop up before she, you know, pump her gas. I say, hey, could you, could you stop? I put my money in there by mistake. She was like, oh, okay. Man, I got back in that store. She was already pumping the gas. And as soon as she was done, she drove off. Bro. <laughs> Got to be more careful. Got me for ten dollars. I was like, okay. I got dollars, man. It happened, man. It happened. Man, there's other dudes talking about how he was up at the doctor's office. He was reading the book, and he said he was trying to zoom in on the actual book. So he did like this, tried to make it zoom in. He like he didn't realize that it's not a freaking phone screen that the computer ain't looking at. Oh, he was on. He was high. He was out. You you own something, brother. You own something. Yeah. Man, well, I, I have multiple, man. This one thing I have did when I was a kid, my first most stupidest thing I ever did is when I was met. We had a dog named Shaggy. And I think my grandma bought that dog for half off because the dog was coughing like it was sick on day one. You know, I don't know if you ever heard a dog cough, but it it, it sounded like the dog is about to die. Like yeah. The dog cough like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the dog would call. Oh man! And so, and so, this, like, it's a I forgot what you call. I think it was lobster, lobster, whatever the fuck, or whatever it's called. So I used to mess with the dog, like mess around with the dog. And the dog had like bangs or whatever, and it was fat and out of shape. And so I'm messing with the dog and stuff. And so the dog wound up hiding. We had this water bed because we used to have to share the bedroom with each other. And so we pushed the water bed up against the wall, and so it had like a little square like thing on the little at the bottom of the bed up against the wall now and so the dog went crawling his little little self into that hole and so i'm like oh, okay there you go girl so i scoops my little self into that little pocket right that little pocket hole right there mm -hmm. now i'm stuck my dad is sitting on top of the wall going to sleep and so the dog don't like me at all because i've been fucking with it all day and so when i'm crawling into it i get stuck and i'm like Oh, I can't move. The dog is right there in my face. And it's just enough light for you can see that dog. <laughs> and the dog is growling. And my face, like, bow right there. That's how close it was. All I saw was teeth and the bangs of the dog. And the dog is, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I knocked on the side of that door, on the side of the wall. And my dad was like, he was snoring. He said, boy, what the hell are you doing? And I said, daddy, I'm stuck under the bed. Not literally stuck under the bed, but on the side of the bed. Right. He said, how the hell you get stuck under the bed? I said, daddy, I'm stuck in the bed. I can't get out the dog about to eat my face. What the hell are you talking about, boy? And he get up, felt <laughs> his hands, grabbed my feet, yanked me out of the hole. All while that dog is growling and just about to bite and eat my face. I get up and I'm crying. 
He said, what the fuck you think you're doing? I said, I was trying to get the dog. Sit your dumb ass down. Go, go sleep, man. That was one of the most stupidest things I did. And I almost paid for it. My whole face could have been messed up, man. So, Gotta be more healed. We all had our moments. But anyways, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to the Just Acting Up show. Y'all be safe out there. Invest in your followers. Follow us. Like, subscribe, like, and subscribe. Subscribe and like. Yes, on all social media platforms. Yes, sir. We'll see y'all next time.